Hi there. We have a favor to ask. If you're enjoying the DLC Live podcast and you're listening on a platform that lets you leave a rating or a review, leave us a five-star rating. Maybe take a minute to write a quick review. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to DLC Live, your source for educational and inspirational interviews with mental health experts and advocates from around the world. Now, here's your host, creator of the DLC Anxiety Worldwide Mental Health Community, Dean Stott. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for coming into this Instagram live Instagram interview. Today's a great one. We've got a special guest, Chloe Brotheridge, who's going to be speaking about anxiety and technology and the connection between it. Does technology help our anxiety or is it there and really starts to raise our anxiety? And how are we using technology to help us with anxiety? So in the comments, I want you to put three positives about technology for anxiety and three negatives. Um, if you're watching this pre-recorded, I want you to do that as well. And uh, let's, I'll have a look at the comments now and see uh, what you guys are saying. So if you're ready for the interview, we'll just wait for the guest. And when she's here, we'll pop her on. Hey, Chloe, are you OK? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you, do how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's a great topic uh, that we're going to be speaking about today. And finally, we've connected, which is wonderful. Um, let me just start from the beginning. Um, you, two, 2017, I think it was, you published your first book. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. was anxiety, uh, the anxiety solution. And I, firstly, I would just want to say, and you don't know this, we haven't spoke about it, but I was a paying customer. I got the book. Aha, that's and great. Great to see. It, it, it was wonderful. And yeah, so many great tips in there. And I think um, what I really loved about the book was just how you broke it down into simple steps uh, for people who were obviously really overwhelmed um, in the middle of an anxiety disorder. So, yeah, kudos to you. Obviously, the book's done fantastic. Um, but we're here today to speak about anxiety and technology. Now, we know that obviously you've, you've wrote books, um, you're a coach, hypnotherapist as well. Um, but I, I want to speak to you about the Anxiety Solution app, um, which is doing incredible. I think thousands of downloads. You've been featured by the App Store as well numerous times. Um, can we just start from the beginning? And are you able to just share your anxiety journey and how you got to where you are now? Absolutely, yeah. And thank you so much for having me and great to, great to connect with you. So I got into this work, like a lot of people, from having anxiety myself and it started when I was a teenager. Again, like lots of people, I started having panic attacks and having social anxiety, worrying about a lot of different things. But it wasn't till my mid-20s when I, when I really got it properly diagnosed and, and properly got help. I think at the time, when I was 15, when I first had a panic attack, I, I went to the school nurse and the school nurse did not handle it very well, to say the least. She said something to me like, what have you got to panic about? Just, just don't panic was the, the kind of extent of her advice. And so that, that basically put me off. I, I sort of thought to myself, no one understands me. No one has ever really felt like this before. I'm the only person that's ever had a panic attack. I didn't understand it at all. Mm -hmm. And so it took me ages before I, I properly got help. And it wasn't until I was about 25 when I started going out with my, my partner and 
as can quite often happen in in close relationships you know things come up to the surface insecurities that I was I was burying came up to the surface fears um and I was basically ruining the relationship the anxiety was ruining the relationship because I couldn't open up and couldn't be myself and so it was at that point that I, I realized I needed to to get help and I went on a, a massive mission to to try different things different therapies went on some weird retreats and <laughs> yeah <laughs> with some eye gazing I'll tell you about that another time but um but yeah eventually found found the things that worked for me and it wasn't wasn't one thing that that turned it around it was lots of little things lots of little tools that I incorporated it that meant I could manage my anxiety and so and so these days I'm a much a much calmer person I help other people with my books and with the anxiety solution app and and do a lot of workshops and that sort of thing as well. No that's wonderful and I think um, it's really worth pointing what you mentioned then that it's it's often a it's a multidisciplinary approach to anxiety disorder there's no one size that fits all we all can't go to the sim the same or similar therapist and come out come out with the same results so we have to use the tools that work best for us and it's often an, an individual approach to anxiety recovery um so a lot of people sometimes get disheartened when they hear that well this this certain thing's working for someone but then they're trying it and it's not working for them so I think it's obviously important to put the education out there that it is an individualized approach that it is going to be a trial and error approach and also there's a lot of work as well um, when overcoming an anxiety disorder it takes a lot of strength courage um, but it can be done and, and there's so many people out there that spread in this this wonderful message that you can overcome an anxiety recovering I just love all the work that you do and I know that you've written about um high function um high functioning anxiety and imposter syndrome um how do they specifically um affect you um personally and what tips did or, or what methods did you put in place uh, to help overcome them yeah so high functioning anxiety is an interesting one because it's often the case that other people wouldn't know that you have anxiety it might be that you have a you know have a job you've got a you know successful family life you're, you're managing to to do things day to day but it's it's very internal so inside you might be self you know full of self-doubt worrying all the time putting as a pressure on yourself a perfectionist um imposter syndrome might be a, a symptom of that and actually imposter syndrome is incredibly common it's it's practically universal depend no matter whether you've got anxiety or not Imposter syndrome is when you you feel like you're a fraud, like you're going to get found out at any time. And I've definitely had my my moments of that. I think a lot of people would say that they would. Some people wouldn't admit it, but it is quite normal. Um, and a big thing for me with with high functioning anxiety and, and imposter syndrome is learning to be kind to myself. That was that's a massive part of it. Self compassion has been absolutely huge. I think in our culture we're not really taught to be nice to ourselves we're kind of taught that if you love yourself it's arrogant or that you should put other people first and actually we've got to we've got to take care of ourselves we've got to put ourselves first and that was a big thing that that really helped for me and that's you know it's one of the tools that we we talk about in the anxiety solution app it's it's helping people to to change their relationship with themselves change the way they speak to themselves quieten down that that critical voice that that we have inside so that we can we can trust ourselves more, we can tune into tune into our own inner wisdom more. 
Yeah, I think obviously with anxiety disorders, um, we're, we're thinking inwards, we're focusing on the thoughts, the sensations, um, our emotions. And we, like you say, it's this inner, inner critic that's bringing us down, telling us that we're not going to overcome an anxiety disorder, telling us that we're going to be stuck in this loop. And do you know what? It's natural. It's natural for people to feel that way when they first um, when they first like encounter anxiety because they've got this rush of crazy symptoms that they probably never never realised before. Um, they don't. They haven't spoke out normally to friends or to others around them, and it can be a scary and lonely place. So, um, like you say, working on that um, positive self talk is is crucial. Um, you need to speak to yourself like you'd speak to your best friend. I think that's a really good advice um, because what if, if we do? And do you know I mean, I I could be um, I I could work on this as well, but. If we did take a step back and look at how we speak to ourselves, do we speak to ourselves like we do our best friends? The, prob- the answer is probably no, but working on that. Um, and there is some science behind it that positive self-talk can help to reduce anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's there's a whole field of research into self-compassion and, and it, it can seem a bit, I think, because of the way in our culture we're we're kind of told that's, that we have to be hard on ourselves in order to do better. We, we should, you know, give yourself a kick up the bum if you're not doing the things that you, you know, you feel like you should be doing. And yeah. actually beating yourself up doesn't actually work. It actually, you know, they've shown this in, in studies. When you beat yourself up, it actually saps your motivation. It ma- makes you less likely to give things a try. So being kind to yourself is always the, the best option. Yeah, um, obviously we're on Instagram now and Instagram Live, which is technology, so we're using an app in a good way. But I just want to ask you the question directly. Obviously, you've got this app. Is technology good for people with anxiety? Um, what, what's your take on that? I mean, it's a mixed bag. I think I think we can all agree there's there's good and less good aspects to technology. I mean, these apps, Instagram and Facebook, they are designed to hook our attention to get us to spend as much time as possible on these apps and they're getting better and better you know their algorithms are learning about what we like and serving us more of what we like so that we spend a lot of time on there now that could be a problem if you are spending so much time on the app that you're not switching off that it's taking away from other other things that might be good for you so you're not going for a walk at lunchtime because you're you know scrolling on Instagram it could also be a problem if you're you're comparing yourself to people. You know, this is such a massive, massive thing with social media, whether you're comparing yourself to someone that you went to school with who's had children and you, you haven't had children and you want them or someone who's doing really well in your industry or comparing the way you look. It's, it's natural for us to, to compare ourselves with other people. That's, that's human nature, but we're so exposed to so many people and we're, we're spending so much time on these apps. It can be really a problem. Um, for our mental health I think but there's also the other side you know so many good things from social media connection remembering that we're not alone meeting amazing people connecting to different resources Um, obviously the anxiety solution app is a is technology and that's you know a really positive thing Um, so I think we've got to find the balance and for me you know I admit I am a a phone addict I am addicted to Instagram and I need to (laughs) use you too (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I've had to really, like, for me, I literally, I delete the Instagram app every single day, and then I reinstall it 
to do my <laughs> messages, to do my stuff, and then I delete it again because that just works. Oh, so you well. delete the whole app off your phone the whole and then app. you only go on to it when you need to upload something. That's exactly, exactly. It it works. It saved me several hours a day and it works. It's it might sound a bit extreme, but it works for me. And I think having some kind of boundaries with our with our devices. You know, if you're somebody that knows, you know, you're spending a lot more time maybe than you want to, then, um, yeah, doing something like like using the, the screen time um, functionality on an iPhone, for example, to, to limit how long you're on there could help as well. Yeah, I think that's really important what you said about algorithms. So obviously the, the, they practically know us better than we know ourselves. And now someone who's going through an anxiety disorder, especially what we spoke earlier about that inner critic, uh, the negative thinking patterns, well, the algorithm could pick up on that and start to show you things that, that are not going to be positive towards um, like the steps that you need to make forward. Because if you're in this constant state of anxiety, constant state of like negative thinking and you're clicking on things to do that, then the algorithm is going to show you more of that, which is really not helpful for someone who's going through an anxiety disorder. So I think it's super, I think you can use the algorithm to help you. So I think it's super important to, follow accounts um, that really support you back. Like you say, there's there's lovely communities on, on Instagram with so much psychoeducation, so much support. People feel less alone that, that, that they can be connected to each other. And just by putting them boundaries in place and you and just searching the right things, I think can be a, a helpful tool. Um, if you don't want to delete the app off your phone, that is. <laughs> definitely yeah so use the use the algorithm search for pictures of puppies and kittens and <laughs> I feel like fill your food with that instead <laughs> um so going on to the to the app can you just like um firstly how long has the the app been out um what's the main functionality of the app so um what's the reason that you guys uh, made the app and obviously we know how well it's doing what's the feedback that you've had by, uh, from the community yeah, so the app, you know, is based on my my book, The Anxiety Solution. And we wanted to create an app that was specific for anxiety. There's lots of apps out there that, that talk about mindfulness and meditation and that sort of thing. And we really wanted to bring together a suite of tools, things that people can choose depending on what it is they're struggling with on the day, things to help them with their routine and their, their schedule that are going to support people with anxiety. So it's really for people, whatever type of anxiety you know someone has, whether you struggle with perfectionism, whether you have panic attacks, whether you have self-esteem issues, decision anxiety, it's got different tools in there for you. Um, so it does have the mindfulness, that is, a, that is an aspect of it, but it also incorporates all these other tools from CBT and breathing and yoga and that sort of thing. And the we've been so blown away by the feedback it's been amazing the the reviews on the app store um speak for themselves that it, it really is changing things for people and we were able to do some research in the app and see that 85 percent of people that that do one of the exercises in the app feel better afterwards so it really can give you that you know instant change in your state in instant improvement so say I was at the start of an anxiety disorder, um, I was searching like you do for, for the answer and I came across your app. 
um, what would it look like for me? Um, how, how would it help someone who might not be aware of the physical symptoms behind anxiety, might not be aware that you can recover from anxiety um, disorders um, and not know about what you say, the CBT and the mindfulness tools. Um, why? How, what would the journey look like on the app? Yeah, so I think a lot of the first step is learning about yourself. You know, once we can understand how our brains work, how anxiety works, we have a lot more power and we have a lot more of an ability to be able to change things. So within the app, a big part of it is there's a 28 day course with, with every day there's a, a different lesson that's getting you to, to understand your thoughts, understand where things come from, understand what the triggers are that that um, impact you in terms of your anxiety. So it's, it's kind of learning about that. And then there's lots of extra extra things. So there's a, a morning and an evening check-in. And this is one of my, my favorite tools. So in the morning, it sends you a reminder to think about what would make today great. Now, it's, it's all about training your mind to be more positive, to set an intention for the day. I think so much of anxiety is, you know, our brains going to the worst case scenario, thinking about the negative things, criticizing ourselves, looking at all the worst, the worst of everything. And actually, some of the things that the app's doing very cleverly is training your brain to, to think about things more, more positively and to, to have gratitude for yourself and for the small things in your life that you can be grateful for. So it's that morning check-in. And then in the evening, it asks you to reflect on what went well that day. So it, it's a gratitude practice, essentially. But I mean, gratitude is almost like you know, people sometimes say it's the antidote to anxiety because it really gets you focusing on the good things. And again, gratitude, I mean, it can sound a little bit fluffy in a way, but there's so much science behind it about how it really does train our minds to be more positive, to, to notice good things. We take, we're in that habit every day of thinking, what went well today? What were the good things that happened? What, what, what were I proud of about myself? Really trains us to, to be more, more positive. I've got a good question regarding gratitude because um, yeah. we do get some feedback, obviously, um, with, with the huge community that we, that we have. And we get sometimes people saying, well, how when I'm in the middle of an anxiety disorder and, and I'm having all these crazy symptoms or, or I'm, I'm having a panic attack, how can being uh, like how can gratitude or positive thinking help me in that situation? And um, what would you say to, to that them sort of people? Yeah. It's probably not something to do in the middle of an anxiety attack, I would mm -hmm. say. There's other tools. And I, I would never say to someone, there's one tool that's going to cure you or anything like mm -hmm. that. I think it's it's got to be, we do lots of little things to help ourselves. Some things work better than others, but give things a try and see what works for you. I think the thing with, with gratitude is that it's about the small things. You know, there might be a lot of challenges in your life right now. But if we really think about it, we can always find small little things to, to be grateful for, whether it's someone smiling at you, you know, the bus, the bus driver smiling at you, whether it's, you know, so my neighbor did something really kind for me today, helped me with something. And, and that kind of really gave me a boost. So that's be, that'll be something that I'm adding to the, to the app later, finding those, those small little things. It doesn't have to be big things. And, and also with gratitude, the more specific you can be, the better. So if every day you say to yourself, oh, I'm grateful for my friends and grateful for my family and grateful for my home that that becomes meaningless after a while we've got to be specific so th those little moments those little things you know hearing the birds singing a smile a nice conversation 
delicious, you know, hot chocolate that you drank, finding those little things. And and with with gratitude, it's it's also about the, the cumulative effect. It's not that it necessarily does well it, it does give you a boost in the moment but also what it's doing is training your mind to be more positive yeah what I think with gratitude how I think it works well and I think there's an abundance of science to, to back this up um I think that when you're when you're thinking positive or when you're thinking negative then you you're searching and you're looking for these things so if you're like you say if you're starting the day uh, with a with a positive statement then you're going to be looking throughout the day for the positive things that are, that confirm that statement. Now, when we're in a negative cycle of thinking, we're often looking at the negative impacts of, of the day. And there is, there is so much science behind this. There's been numerous amounts of studies um, for people who think they're lucky, for example, to people who don't think they're lucky. Just the, that state of mind um, can really change it can really change your brain um, and yeah I think it's really exciting that you've incorporated that into the app um, just for people who say well there's so many different um, tools out there there's mindfulness apps uh, you mentioned that mindfulness was part of the app how would you say that it's it's just not another mindful mindfulness app how would you say that um, why what makes this different compared to other apps that are out there yeah, and, and I think mindfulness is is really helpful. But I think those of us who have anxiety or who have experienced anxiety will, will likely know that mindfulness isn't always the answer. Because if you're really anxious, trying to slow down your mind, trying to sit still, you know, I remember trying to meditate when I was having panic attacks. And I was just like, my heart's beating too fast. And I, my breathing feels strange. And to try and focus on my breathing was not the best thing in that moment. So we do need other tools for anxiety. Mindfulness can be really great and and lots of people obviously find it brilliant, but we need other things. And that's why we wanted to have different breathing exercises, yoga, we've got HIIT classes in in the app. That's Um, interesting, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So there's, you know, anxiety is very physical. You know, it's not just a mental thing it's it's very physical often the physical symptoms for people are are as strong if not stronger than the mental symptoms so incorporating movement using hit exercises to burn off some of that adrenaline to to get rid of the tension in the body is is a massive a massive part of it um having those those gratitude practices morning and evening to to train your brain so all of these things come together and and you can you can use different tools. You can see what works for you and you can come back to the ones that really work. And it's all there on, on one app for people to, to use. Yeah, that's great. I love how you've incorporated physical activity into it. Um, that was something that really helped me um, dealing with general anxiety. Um, that boost in the morning of endorphins and, and like you say, burning that adrenaline off um, can really help you for the rest of the day. Um, so that's wonderful. Um, and there's so much uh, positive um, research uh, and, and evidence into physical activity in, in boosting mood and reducing anxiety. Um, so that, that's really wonderful that you've you've added that into that. Also, you mentioned about um, the scary symptoms of anxiety and a lot lot of anxiety disorder could be uh, fearing the the physical symptoms. Well, when you're doing these exercises, you're seeing that your heart 
is able to to go that little bit faster. Um, you, you're seeing that your breathing rate can increase normally, and you do. I mean, these symptoms that often mimic anxiety. You're you're doing these exercises and you're okay. And I think that's an important tool as well. Totally, yeah. Getting getting comfortable with yeah having your your heart racing or um, yeah being being able to to manage those feelings is something we can learn and practice when anxiety comes along. So just going back to the app, uh, what would you say your three most favourite things are in the app um, for yourself if you were using it? Yeah. I know there's going to be a little bit of bias there, but yeah, just an honest <laughs> take of what your three best things are. Yeah, so one of my favourite things is it's got a heart rate variability tool. So heart rate variability is basically a measure of your stress levels. And it has to do with how your heart is beating, essentially. I won't go too much into the science of it, but this this, um, part of the app basically measures your heart rate and then gets you to take deep breaths. And then it shows you in a graph how your heart rate variability is changing. So how your stress levels are changing in real time. Mm -hmm. So it really shows you in real time how taking these deep breaths calms your nervous system down. And I just think that's amazing to have that um because sometimes we think I don't know sometimes we think oh breathing exercises you know do they work I'm not really sure um but actually it shows you this is what's happening in your body your body is actually calming down as as you're breathing so I love that um the thing that I um practice with a lot of my clients and I really wanted to put in the app was something called build self-esteem in the in the anxiety solution app and it gets you to think about a person that loves you that could be a friend, it could be a family member, your partner, your dog. And it gets you to, to step into their shoes and imagine seeing yourself through the eyes of that person that loves you. Because going back to that thing of self-compassion, you know, we're so often our own worst enemy, our biggest critic. And this exercise just gets you to step outside of yourself, see yourself the way that people that love you see you, all the, all the qualities, you know, even the quirks. And, and that they love you anyway and they love you you know exactly as you are and it just gives you that reminder to to see yourself in that way and to, and to be kinder to yourself and lastly there's a tool called rebalance with mindfulness which I find really helpful and this is about helping you to accept your feelings and to sit with your feelings now we're not very good at sitting with our feelings generally and, and it makes sense. No one wants to feel anxious. No one wants to feel uncomfortable. But sometimes when we fight our feelings, when we when we try and suppress or battle against whatever it is we're feeling, it, it can make us much more anxious. And so this tool within the app is getting you to sit with your feelings, accept them, change your relationship with them. And that's for me, that's such a key thing for anxiety. It's changing our relationship with the, the sensations. And if we can do that, we have so much more control over how we're feeling and managing managing those those emotions yeah I think that's really important what you said um what people they say does anxiety recovery does it mean that I never feel anxious again it doesn't do I mean anxiety can help us it is a useful emotional um response when we're when we need it when we when there is a real threat it's just that obviously with disordered anxiety the anxiety is disordered it's, it's happening when it shouldn't be and we have the same respect uh, the same response for an, a perceived threat be it be it a real threat so I think that's really 
um, important to to acknowledge that it's okay if you are feeling anxious. That doesn't mean that you're not recovering. Doesn't mean that you've you've taken a step back in recovery. Um, changing your behaviour to those physical and emotional symptoms is, is super super important. So I just love how you've incorporated that into the app and I think a lot of people will find that beneficial because like you say who wants to sit with anxiety especially if there's no tiger or bear in front of you and you're just sat in your office or you're at home or in the supermarket who really wants to uh, sit and feel them uncomfortable feelings and um, nobody does but when we do acknowledge it and don't fight it um, I think that the anxiety over time does start to reduce um, because obviously when we start to fight the anxiety, um, we're, we're almost shining this spotlight um, from the brain saying, hey, there's a, there's a danger here, that something's not right. And what happens is what exactly what you said before, it starts to increase the anxiety, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think I, I know this feeling very well. It can almost feel like you're in, in battle with yourself and we, we find different ways to try and distract ourselves or not feel or you know, some people stay really busy, some people, I mean, overthinking and worrying can be a way to not not feel. It's a way of trying to stop the feelings. Um, we're trying to think our way out of a feeling. And um, and that doesn't doesn't work very often. So 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 finding a way to to, you know, sometimes it's about welcoming the feelings, as counterintuitive as that sounds. If we welcome anxiety and just and allow it to be here, then that the relationship that we have with that anxiety changes and actually strangely enough anxiety can start to reduce then when we when we actually welcome it in rather than fighting it yeah and I understand how people who are at the start of anxiety disorder they, 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 they find that statement so alien don't they because it's just going against every we're humans we want a solution we want the yeah. answers and we want it right away don't we um, so, yeah, I think it's really, really important to to just notice how powerful that change in behaviour is when it comes to anxiety disorders. Um, there is a few questions before I let you go um, that I wanted to um, come up with. So it says in the app, um, does it recognise uh, when you're having a panic attack or an anxiety attack and what does it and does it help them specific like does it help a specific panic panic attack should it occur so can you go to the app uh, when you're in the middle of a panic attack yeah so there, there are lots of different tools there there are different breathing exercises that you could access the heart rate variability there are different guided meditations that you could listen to there's a there's a journal feature. So if you wanted to write down how you were feeling or just record the fact that you're having a, a panic attack, um, there's there's that. But um, yeah, so lots of different things that they could call on in that in that moment. Wonderful. Um, people are saying, is it available just on the iPhone or is it available on Android as well? It's just on the iPhone at the moment. Is there any plans on uh, popping it onto Android in the future? I'm not entirely sure. I know that it's it's a big job to create an app, and um, yeah, no, no plans just now, but hopefully, hopefully in the future. Fantastic. Um, people are asking, do you have a YouTube channel? So, where can they find more of your information? Obviously, um, what's your tag on Instagram? Um, where can they find more of the stuff they do uh, that you do? And more importantly, how can they download the app? 
Yeah, so I'm at Chloe Brotheridge on Instagram. And I put a link to the app, the Anxiety Solution app in my stories. So people can click the link there. They want to download it. There's a three day free trial. So you can try everything out and see how it works. I'll put it in my stories as well, Chloe, as well. So for everyone who's listening, we'll pop it in with the link there so you can go and download. And you say there's the free trial in there as well, which is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Is there anything else that you want to say that we haven't covered about the app that you you feel is important before we go? Yeah, I suppose it's just that reminder. I think I think you kind of touched on it already. You know, it's possible to 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 feel better. You know, it's it's not a case of waving a magic wand and, and curing anxiety, but there's so many things that we can do to help ourselves. And it doesn't mean, need to be hours a day that you're meditating or you know years and years in therapy. There are simple little things that you can do to incorporate into your day that are going to going to make a difference. And yeah, the, the anxiety solution app can can help with that. Wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Chloe, for your time. Do enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for everything you do for the mental health community. I really appreciate you and I just appreciate you as a person. So thank you, Chloe. Thank you so much. Really nice to chat. This is really fun. Thank you. No worries. Take care. You've been listening to DLC Live. Be sure to follow Dean on Instagram at DLC Anxiety. Check our website at dlcanxiety.com and grab yourself a copy of our latest book, greater than panic on Amazon today. See you next time.